In an about face, Tesla said it would no longer accept Bitcoins to pay for its cars. This comes after founder Elon Musk had sung the praises of cryptocurrencies like Dogecoin. So what happened with this reversal? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Here with me to break this down is CNET reporter Oscar Gonzalez. Welcome, Oscar. Hey, thanks for having me. So what did Tesla announce yesterday? Around 6 o'clock Eastern time, Elon Musk tweeted out a message saying that Tesla has suspended vehicle purchases using Bitcoin. And that he said that they are concerned about rapidly increasing use of fossil fuels for Bitcoin mining and transactions, uh, especially especially coal. So he's, he, it's, uh, it, it was a big deal, especially considering how Elon Musk has been promoting cryptocurrency. Yeah, for sure, right? The, I mean, we had cryptocurrencies like Dogecoin really spring up uh, partly on sort of the love that Elon Musk gave it. Now, talk a little bit about the, the environmental a- impact aspect of this. Like, For our listeners who don't understand necessarily how Bitcoin is mined, like, can you talk a little bit about that and why there are folks who are concerned about uh, cryptocurrency mining and its impact on the environment? Sure. So when it comes to cryptocurrency, especially Bitcoin, the way it produces more Bitcoin and the way it takes care of transactions is mining. This is where a computer, usually a very sort of dumbed down computer, handles these very complex transactions. And the idea is that with these transactions that are handling uh, these these multiple calculations, then that's how everything gets processed. But because these are very heavy calculations being done by these computers, it is just pulling so much energy. Uh, it's it, it's becoming a big concern as cryptocurrencies become more popular, especially Bitcoin, that the energy and the energy usage is just going through the roof. Uh, just uh, early in the year, they found out that Bitcoin is using just as much energy as the country of Argentina, and it's going up. Right, and, and just the just the process of mining a Bitcoin, right? That's I think that's where a lot of the energy is consumed. Right, is that these heavy computations that need to be done by these computers is just sucking up so much power. Is that is that a fair assessment? Right, and they're running. Uh, they're running constantly. They're using up all this power, and you have to think that that people that are doing the mining, these companies that are doing the mining, they have hundreds, thousands of these dumbed-down computers that are just sucking up all the energy. So if you just factor that, that this is happening across the globe, it is a huge amount of power. Uh, I believe it's uh, 22 million metric tons of uh, of a carbon footprint that's that's being generated by just all this Bitcoin mining. Wow, that that's a tremendous amount, and, and I know Tesla has taken some flack for that. Uh, I'm curious, how has the price of Bitcoin responded since Tesla decided to you know pull Bitcoins off the table? Well, Bitcoin in particular did see quite a drop prior to the announcement. Uh, it was uh, floating at around 54,000 50, uh, 54, uh, per Bitcoin. And as soon as that announcement dropped, it just hit a cliff. 
and dropped out to as as low as uh, 47,000. It has somewhat recovered. It did get back up to the uh, $50,000 point, but it was a very big drop, uh, a very sudden drop after that announcement. Right. And I'm curious what, if there was any impact on some of the other cryptocurrencies, did it have some sort of ripple effect across the cryptocurrency world? It sure did. The, the other cryptocurrency that Elon Musk is known for, uh, Dogecoin, it did, that also took a dip. Uh, Ethereum, which is sort of like the next popular uh, cryptocurrency, saw a dip as well. So the, everything else did dip. Bitcoin, though, was one that really had a huge drop. Yeah, and it's interesting because this is sort of the second time in the last few days that Elon Musk has served as a, as a catalyst of sorts for a cryptocurrency sell-off, right? Shortly after his SNL appearance, the, the price of Dogecoin had dropped. And this is really sort of after a big ramp-up of Dogecoin in anticipation of that of that spot. Uh, I, you know, I'm curious, you know, Tesla did make a profit off of cryptocurrency investments early this year, right? It definitely did, uh... Right around February is when it uh, is when the company announced that it took in 1.5 billion of uh, Bitcoin. So depending on the day, that was around 47, 48 thousand when they uh, when they jumped on it, and it cl- uh, Bitcoin climbed up to more than 60 thousand in March. So even at 50 thousand right now, they they are making a they are making a profit. Yeah, right. So and. Uh- that's kind of been the the label on cryptocurrency and Bitcoin in particular. Like it's not necessarily useful as currency. It's more of an investment vehicle, right? Like like commodities are. Uh, but that kind of changed over the last year. I felt like with companies like Tesla, you know, PayPal, folks taking Bitcoin as a form of currency. Uh, but with Tesla not pulling out, does that sort of raise the question of whether or not Bitcoin is even useful to use as currency? It. It does a bit, uh, it, it because of how much Elon and Tesla were pushing Bitcoin. Uh, but a lot of companies are getting into the Bitcoin business. Uh, Visa and Mastercard they are promoting uh, cards that allow you to buy products, with, buy buy stuff with your uh, with your Bitcoin. Uh, and, and the same with other companies, they're doing the same thing now. It, the question is, is this going to have a sort of domino effect where now that Tesla is out, now all these premier companies that were into cryptocurrency, maybe are they going to pull out to make sure that they give the impression to their customers that, yes, they are very, uh, very green. They're very, they, they, are, they are concerned about climate change. Or are they going to go ahead? Because this is kind of a hell of a business to be in when you're taking in cryptocurrency. You're taking in Bitcoin. Uh, you're you're. It's almost like you're paying stuff with stock that may go up in uh, in a few months or in, in a year. So it's kind of a good thing, money monetary wise, to take in Bitcoin because it could go up in price. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see uh, what happens from here. Right, and well, a fewer folks who I guess purchased Bitcoin prior to the drop yesterday. Maybe you're not feeling exactly the same way, having having taken a bit of a loss there. Uh, but it's an interesting idea, especially since the trajectory, the general trajectory of Bitcoin has been going up. There is kind of an, there's kind of the thinking, at least for me, if if I've got Bitcoin, I don't necessarily know if I want to spend it 
knowing that if I spend it today, if I spend it today, I lose out on the gains from tomorrow, right? And so that's I think that's that's always kind of the balance that I or the, the dilemma that I have with Bitcoin. Like, do you use it or do you keep it and you know see its value rise? Or at least in the case of the, the last couple of days, the last day and a half or so, see the value fall. That's right. In just the past year, uh, I mean, Bitcoin started uh, uh, just last uh, March 2020. Bitcoin was at about seven, eight thousand dollars. So if you wanted to um, be like, hey, look at me, how hip I am. I'm going to buy something with Bitcoin. Guess what? You missed out on almost 10 times the gains because you wanted to be cool instead of holding on to it. Yeah, exactly. That's I feel like that is the uh, the the constant dilemma. If you've got Bitcoin, do you just hold it, wait for it to rise, or do you actually spend it? And so that, again, it makes me kind of question its value as a uh, as a legit form of currency. Uh, that said, there's still a lot of interest in it. There's a lot of interest in cryptocurrencies in general. I know Tesla said it wants to adopt other cryptocurrencies that use one percent or less of the energy that Bitcoin does. Do those cryptocurrencies exist or do they all generally require these heavy computational processing powers that, that suck up energy? Well, they definitely exist. The thing is they're not popular. Uh, for example, there's one called SolarCoin. Uh, the way it works is that a coin is generated for every megawatt of hour that uh, comes from solar energy. So that that's great, right? But right now, SolarCoin is worth... Uh, less than half a penny, <laughs> so so it's not no one. So it's not blowing up the charts. Uh, and there's others that do the same, where they don't rely on heavy calculations uh, from computers. They rely on either quicker calculations. They rely on networking. Uh, they rely on other sort of systems to confirm a uh, transaction and to also create more coins. So they're definitely out there. Arguably, the most well-known one is Ripple. Uh, Ripple takes a uh, uh, does a fraction of of uh, the energy that Bitcoin has, uh, but it's still again. It, it Ripple, I believe, was popular back in like 2018 when it came out, and now it's sort of settled down. Uh, but again, there are definitely out there uh, the the cryptos that do a lot less energy. They're just not really as well known. And um, Ethereum does take, it, which is the, the second most popular uh, cryptocurrency, does take a fraction of what Bitcoin uses for energy. However, Ethereum is used in so many ways, uh, including NFTs, mm -hmm. uh, something that's been insanely popular in the past couple of months. Yep. Uh, that is usually based off Ethereum. So even though it the each transaction is taking up less and less uh, energy. The fact that Ethereum is being used more and more uh, widely that means that its its energy grow, energy consumption is going up and up. Got it. Well, definitely a complicated story. I'm sure, there's a lot more going on with the cryptocurrency world. Oscar, thanks for your time. You can check out our coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at the Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co/slash/DailyCharge. If you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>